Welcome, everybody. This is the sound of Dot Mill Docs, the military health system's weekly podcast. This is episode number 77, and today is September 24th, 2009. I'm Russell Carlson, and we are in the midst of Suicide Prevention Month. On last week's show, we heard from the Army on its efforts to prevent suicide, and this week, the Navy will weigh in. Our guest today is Lieutenant Commander Bonnie Chavez, who is the Navy's Behavioral Health Program Manager, working on Navy suicide prevention and operational stress control policies. Lieutenant Commander Chavez, welcome to Dot Mill Docs, and thanks for calling in. Thank you. Could you just talk briefly about who you are and what you do? Certainly. I'm uh, Lieutenant Commander Bonnie Chavez. I manage the Navy Suicide Prevention Program. And a little on background, after I graduated from the Naval Academy, I served as a line officer before earning a Ph.D. in clinical psychology at the Uniformed Services University. And I've served for eight years as a psychologist working with sailors and Marines. As Navy's behavioral health program manager, co-located with, the, with Navy personnel here in Millington, Tennessee, I work on both suicide prevention and Navy's operational stress control programs. It's Suicide Prevention Month. Can you just answer the question of why do people take their own lives? People resort to suicide when they're in significant emotional pain and see no way out of it. People who die by suicide do not feel effective to make a difference, feel that they don't belong, or feel they're a burden to others. They've also learned to work up to the capacity to be lethal. We must understand that the ideas in the person's head often don't match with how the people around them see the situation. Depression, anxiety, stress, sleep disruption, and and perfectionism can all affect our thinking so that things seem hopeless. It's like we develop tunnel vision and we can't see the help or solutions that may be right there next to us. So it's not as bleak. It's never as bleak as it may seem. Exactly. What should our listeners know about suicide? There is real hope. The suicidal state of mind is most often temporary and reversible with timely assistance. Uh, Assistance, what would that be like? uh, How do you help someone who may be thinking of suicide? If you're worried about someone or have even a nagging doubt, take it seriously. Stay calm and be willing to listen. It's useful to remember the acronym ACT, A-C-T, A-ASK. Ask the person what is bothering them and keep at it to overcome any reluctance to talk. Ask the person if they're thinking about suicide. Asking the question won't plant an idea. On the contrary, it's the best way to find out if someone is thinking about suicide and and makes it okay to start discussing. Cease for care. Let the other person know you care, that they are not alone. Listen without judging. Offer hope. And T, treat. Don't leave the person alone. Take them to professional help. So that's ACT, A-C-T, and it's ask, care, and treat. That's right. What are some of the ways that we can observe National Suicide Prevention Month? Navy considers suicide prevention an all-hands evolution all the time. Still, this is an opportunity to take extra time to focus on suicide prevention. You can find a list of things you as an individual command or community can do at www.suicide.navy.mil. Today I want to highlight three of the things you can do. First, let people know how they make a difference. Small seeds of hope or a sense of effectiveness and belonging can grow to form the threads that sustain us through tough times. Make the effort to let 
say, three people in your life, family, friends, shipmates, people you cross paths with routinely, know that they make a difference to you. Be specific about how and why you appreciate who they are and what they do that makes a difference in your life. Second, run a, run a fire drill. You know, most of us do not necessarily expect to be in a fire, but we go through drills about what to do if we find ourselves in a fire or other disaster. If we ever need it, we know the escape routes, even if they're hard to see because of smoke or darkness. However, it's not often that we consider or practice what to do if our brains or hearts are on fire when we encounter a personal crisis or have a chance to help another person in crisis. So take time to consider what you would do in a personal crisis in yourself or someone else. Run a drill to practice your plan. It it may feel awkward to practice saying, I'm so upset I'm thinking of hurting myself, or I have so many problems piled up and I'm overwhelmed and desperate and need to talk so I can think straight, or I'm feeling suicidal and need help. But it feels awkward doing CPR on a mannequin or jumping into a sawdust pit to learn how to land properly for a parachute jump. You don't want to have to figure out how to land right on the way to the ground. You don't want to figure out how to do chest compressions with a person unconscious in front of you. And you don't want to figure out how to reach out when you or someone else is in the middle of the darkness of a personal crisis. Practice with a partner or small group and and practice how to do that ask, care, treat. Again, ask if someone's thinking of suicide. Care, listen, offer hope, don't judge. And treat, take action. Don't leave the person alone. Get to assistance. For commands, this is a good time to test your crisis response plan. Have someone call the duty office and let the duty section practice going through their plan to talk, gather information, and access support. Practice your plan to assist someone on board who's at acute risk. Check your safety considerations. Update the recall roster. Even for emergency responders or medical commands, It's a good time to run a drill to practice your protocols for suicide risk and response. And number three, do a self-assessment. Stress affects us all, and health problems like sleep difficulties, depression, and anxiety are extremely common. For example, recent studies show as many as four out of ten people will have at least one episode of clinically significant depression. Mm. Sometimes wear and tear or illness creep up on us slowly like cancer, and we don't feel quite right, but we don't understand that anything is wrong until it really takes a toll. Um, Militarymentalhealth.org offers an anonymous online self-assessment tool. This would be a useful time to take a few minutes and see where you are. If, If you can recognize a concern early, there are many resources to address it before it starts to impact work, performance, relationship, and health in negative ways. Um... And that web address is um, www.militarymentalhealth.org. And, again, you can see these and other ideas for actions you can take to help prevent suicides on our website at www.suicide.navy.mil. Well, those are two different resources that people can go to. And and I know that uh, militarymentalhealth.org has a variety of self-assessments on um, depression and alcohol use, um, I think there's one for parents who are concerned about their teenage children's mental well-being as well. Now let's pause briefly for the Dot Docs Health Beat, news from the military health system, and we'll be right back. Dot Docs Health Beat. 
This is Donald Jones, sitting in for Matt Beto, with your .mildocs health beat. The military health system is now accepting nominations for a new award to honor female physicians in the military. The award, which is the first of its kind, identifies and honors outstanding female physicians who have made significant contributions to the practice of military medicine and serve as exemplary role models for others. Nominations are due October 30th. See health.mil slash people for details. In other news, senior leaders in the Arkansas National Guard, including the state governor, are asking for the public's help to stop suicides among its troops. The focus is on the loss of nine guardsmen since January 1st. The Arkansas Guard has initiated several internal programs to prevent suicides. Army Major General William D. Wolford stated that the challenge is identifying a guard member who has a problem that needs to be dealt with. And finally, Grammy Award-winning country music stars Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are teaming with civilian and military medical experts to further medical innovations and quality of life research for America's battle-wounded, ill, and injured warriors. The country stars and the Henry M. Jackson Foundation for the Advancement of Military Medicine will present Country United, a symposium and awards gala in Washington, D.C. on November 6th and 7th. TriWest Healthcare Alliance will sponsor the two-day event. That's your .mil docs health beat. Visit health.mil for more news. I'm Donald Jones for the Military Health System. Godspeed. We are back on .mil docs with Lieutenant Commander Bonnie Chavez, who works on Navy suicide prevention and operational stress control policies. Um, what are some things that the Navy is doing to prevent suicides? Again, Navy considers suicide an all-hands evolution. In the Navy, we have a long tradition of taking care of our own, and good leaders do this every day. That means knowing your people. Each command is required to have a suicide prevention coordinator and an active local suicide prevention program. This way, efforts can be tailored to fit the circumstances and needs at each location. We have a network of support resources to build resilience and to address concerns early before thoughts of suicide even occur. These include command, fleet and family support center, and chaplain programs. Additionally, mental health treatment services are provided through Navy Medicine and the TRICARE network. It's always okay to take someone to an emergency room or walk-in clinic. Ultimately, individual actions save lives. It only takes one person at the right time to make all the difference. We know that our sailors, families, and leaders care very much about preventing suicides, and we're equipping them to act by providing annual awareness training to all of our sailors and are expanding education efforts to the civilian members of our team and to our families. Each person has a responsibility to act if they have the chance to observe warning signs or risk factors and to assist an individual at risk to get help. Where would we go to get more information on all of this? We had mentioned a couple websites earlier, but where else could we go? Well, again, for more information on Navy suicide prevention, list of warning signs, and as well as links to other organizations and resources, you can go to www.suicide.navy.mil. Mm-hmm. And additional support resources include the chain of command, your local chaplain, family service centers, medical, TRICARE, and Military OneSource. And Military OneSource is the website militaryonesource.com, right? Correct. And you can also get to TRICARE through TRICARE.mil. I think that just about does us for this week on .mil Docs. 
Our guest has been Lieutenant Commander Bonnie Chavez. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. That's it for the show this week. Once again, the website for Navy Suicide Prevention is www.suicide.navy.mil. Please also visit health.mil slash suicide prevention for even more information and links to resources across the entire MHS and beyond. I should also mention that the September issue of MHS Vital Signs is available at health.mil slash vital signs. Vital Signs is the MHS's monthly e-news bulletin, a digest of things going on, news, information, health updates, etc. And you can subscribe to receive it in your email inbox every month. Once again, that's health.mil slash vital signs. A new .mil docs is available every Thursday at health.mil, iTunes, and at dividshub.net. Next week, Ellen Embry, performing the duties of the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Health Affairs and Acting Director of TRICARE Management Activity, will join Maureen Vile, Chief Human Capital Officer for the MHS, to discuss the launch of the new annual Building Stronger Female Physician Leaders in the MHS Award. So until then, thanks for listening. Take care. This program is a product of the Office of the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Health Affairs, Military Health System. .mil Docs features the most relevant military health topics important to you and your family. If you have questions or topics you'd like to see on an upcoming episode, send us an email at .mildocs at tma.osd.mil. That's D-O-T-M-I-L-D-O-C-S at tma.osd.mil. Visit health.mil for more episodes.